Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and teaching. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2. Welcome to Destiny Encounter Moment with Bishop Patrick Morgan. This broadcast is brought to you by Destiny Temple of Adonai International Ministries, where we are committed to impacting our generation with the standards of Christ and influencing them to fulfill their full potential and destiny in Christ. Be inspired as you listen to the unadulterated Word of God. Now, today's message. This morning I want to be teaching on what I call the loss of evangelism or the loss of soul winning. Law, L-A-W-S, or rules. And please, I want you to listen to me very carefully. I was just teaching evangelism at School of the Word. And the believer today, we still do not accept that is our calling. Hallelujah. Since church, you are dismissed. We still don't accept that that is our number one calling and responsibility. We are managed to make callings out of things which don't exist. And we are managed that everything I do must be in, within what I do where in the church room. That there's no responsibility for me outside of the church. So when it comes to evangelism and soul winning, it is a taboo. It is a fight. It is a struggle. It sounds like a punishment to the believer who says, I love God, but feels punished to go and testify about the love of God to another person. Hallelujah. But once we understand that is our responsibility, then we must understand the rules or the laws that guides it. So that when you step out to win a soul, you are guided. You know what to do. And you know what not to do. Because you may want to do something, but if you don't know how to do the thing, you will not do it. For the last four or five weeks, I've been teaching about what? Soul winning. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 20. It's a nice way to preach, man. <laughs> this one, this one you, don't, you don't ask anybody to increase your volume. You are your volume, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. Say all. all. Not some. All the world. So God in your lifetime will give you opportunities to be in different parts of the world. 
and anywhere you find yourself, you have an opportunity to do what? Evangelize. And preach the gospel to every creature. Next verse. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. So people must believe. But before they believe, they must hear. If they don't hear, they will not believe. So we are God's spokesmen to make people to hear. And for them to decide to believe or not. Let's go back one verse. But he that believeth not shall be damned. It means some people will not believe. But it doesn't mean we should not tell them. See, the reason why Jesus has not come, if you look at all the signs that was given, that would herald the coming, the second coming of Christ, one of the most paramount ones is that the gospel must be preached to every creature. A good God will not judge you when you have not heard the good news. To either accept or reject. It is when you hear and you on your own say, leave me alone. At least you had the opportunity. Hallelujah. So when you have not taught anybody, don't correct the person. Because when you teach, you are giving people the opportunity to know this is the way it must be. And it is when they are not doing it, you say, this is not what I expect from you. That's where correction starts. In the same way, God will not judge anybody if the person don't get the opportunity and the privilege to hear the good news. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next, next verse. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Let's go. They shall take up serpent, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover 19. So then after, somebody say after. You see, life is not what you heard. It's what you do with what you heard. Jesus said all this thing, go and preach, go that, that. This signs will follow you. He told them all the things. After. When you go to school for one year, after you write exams. When you are taught, it is not when you are being taught which is the matter. It is after you are being taught which is the matter. To pretend not to know when you are taught is dangerous. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, when he was speaking, it was cool. It was not an issue. The problem in life it's when you know. And he said to do opposite what you know. You are in big trouble. To know and not do. You have judged yourself already. Because the knowing alone is your judgment. And not doing. You have sentenced yourself. It is not me coming to tell you. Go and win souls. That I am worrying you. Knowing what the word says is enough. So you spoke to them, but after, 
after he has spoken unto them, he was received. Tell the person, you, you will not hear the same thing forever. Oh. One day, the one teaching you will no longer be there teaching you. Jesus was with them. He was teaching them. He was doing everything for them. One day, he gathered them and told them some fine truths. Then after he had spoken, he was received up. He left them. No more to appear to teach them. No more to hold your hands and say, Peter, let's go. Your mother is sick. Let me go and do it for you. This time, Peter, when your mother is sick, you must pray. Because I told you, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You not see me, Jesus, coming to visit your, your mother-in-law to do what? Pray for your mother-in-law. I have taught you both by what? Teaching and also by following me. Now, I am gone. Do am. Thank you. Hallelujah. So then, after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, and he sat on the right hand of God. Say, Agbena. When a man sits, he has finished his work. When a man is standing, he has not finished his work. When Jesus sat at the right hand of God the Father, it means he has finished his assignment. There are some jobs Jesus will not do again. You and I got to do it. Can I get a good response? He will go anywhere and preach. You and I must go and do what? Preach. Can you imagine if they tell you that there are a thousand people you should speak to before you die? What will you do? But on the day of judgment, he will remind you of all that you were supposed to have done for him, which you didn't do. And you occupied yourself with a lot of things which didn't matter. You didn't have time to do what he requires of you. Hallelujah. Look at what they did, and may we receive grace to do the same. Verse 20. And they went forth. He didn't go with them. They went forth. He didn't lead their delegation. They went forth. Because he told them to go. And they heard. So when he was received, they went. Tell the person, no more sitting for you. Say, you have heard enough. You have read enough. You know enough. Do something with it. So they went forth and preached everywhere. Now he told them, go ye into what? All, all. So they went everywhere. Everywhere is symbolic of what? All. It was when they went, he worked with them. When you sit, it doesn't work with you. I was telling my class today, some of you don't know the power you carry. Once you lay, lay hands on somebody, you know that you have a healing grace. Young lady, you don't know the power of God upon your life until you have stepped and you have faced with reality and you lay and say, he said I will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So in the name of Jesus, be healed. And you get a testimony. That's what surprised the disciples when he sent them out two by two. They ran back. Hey, 
Jesus, come, 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 come. Can we tell you something? Demons are subject to us in your name. We don't know, say, we saw the thing there like we do one long time. We don't know. We don't know, say, there's a difference between following you, Jesus, and you doing. And we go in in obedience. When we went, we do. Poo. They do. Poo, poo. Ah. Jesus, me too. May that grace be upon you. They returned because they went. The believer who hasn't got a testimony about the power of God is a believer who is seated doing nothing for God. When you start doing something with your life for God, it's not when I became a pastor. That I laid down some people. I laid hands when I was an ordinary Christian. The first person by the grace of God that I prayed for was when I was in secondary school, Temasco. I didn't even know there was a call of God upon me. It was after I left school before I knew there was a call. But whilst I was in school, I didn't know there was a call. But I was a believer, I was a Christian. And everything written in the Bible, I believed it. Then I got the opportunity. Or somebody who had an eye problem and was going to take a spectacles. That's why I said I don't like to wear spectacles. My own is for reading. The day you see me wear it's for reading. No, keep wearing. I'll join you soon. It's for reading. It's for reading lessons. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I said, no. And I laid hands on that young lady. She went and did the test. She came back not wearing spectacles. Hallelujah. You don't know what you carry. Until you step out there obeying God. Each one of you, not some of you, each one of you. He gave them his power and he told them to go. And when they went, they returned rejoicing. They were excited. That's the joy of serving the Lord. See, the joy of serving the Lord is not just it's because because you come to receive the word of God and behind the word of God is the grace of God and once the word and the grace comes you are empowered and once you are empowered you look at the devil and say bring it on hallelujah unfortunately somebody made you to believe that it is only special people who do the work. But tell the person, you are also very special. Come on, tell another person for me, please. Hallelujah. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. As you hear the word of the Lord, and as you make up your mind to go, may signs follow you. 
I said, may signs follow you. May signs follow you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may signs follow you. May you have evidence. May you have proof of the obedience you give to God. So this is the foundation scripture. To all who matter in the kingdom, that we are to be soul winners. Pastor, whether you ordain a bishop, forget it. You are soul winner. You are the anointed singer. You are soul winner. Whoever you are, your number one job is soul winning. That is the reason why Jesus came. He didn't come to build cathedrals. He came to seek and to save the lost. That was the unfinished business that he left for us to finish. When he said it is finished, he was simply telling you it is possible to get the job done. Any project finishes before it is started. Hello? Any project, any assignment, any endeavor worth pursuing finished before it is started. Pick a building project. We saw the end before we dug the ground. So Jesus saw the end that the world can be saved. And so he died for the world. So the world is now savable. But we got to get the world world saved by preaching. So we are to just go and finish. What he said is finish. I believe with all my heart. It's more easier winning souls now than then. You know why? The harvest is ripe. Nipa ebro. Nipa ebro. Ngofo osika o. Omo hu abraboso. Abrabo nye sika o. Uni sika na ofiso o nye sika o. Unye sika bo se abrabo nye sika. There's something more to life. They are rich men with terminal sickness. They can pay any medical bill. But there's no cure. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, when I come in, I will answer. So you see, when a rich man calls you to come and pray, don't be in the hurry to pray. Lead him to Christ. That's first important. Because when he is the Lord, the owner of your life, then he can become your healer. It's only in very few situations. The person cannot talk, he cannot hear. You can just pray. When grace, God by mercy will heal the person. Don't forget, preach salvation. Salvation message should be so close on your lips and my lips than any other message. Now let's look at the rules. The laws. So everyone who will be successful in the journey of evangelism must understand the basic rules. Now, these rules will make evangelism or soul winning effortless. 
It will make it what? Effortless. It will, it will also make it our second nature. You know second nature? What you do naturally. So I want you to pay attention. Rule number one. Consider everyone you meet unsaved until proven otherwise. It's a rule. Consider everyone you meet as unsaved. Consider everyone you meet as unsaved until proving what otherwise. Other than that, this one I did a wonderful illustration in my class. I called five people to the front of the class and I was asking, which one will you easily preach to? And they were targeting my young daughter, Christabel. Because Christabel, everybody can bully Christabel. Christabel, come, let them see you. The whole church will come. They want to bully you. When you meet Christabel like this, with, with all this you are anointing, you want to preach to her. Two of us. Don't you sometimes meet people and realize that this one is underprivileged, this one is poor, this one is disadvantaged. I can bully him. You look at people's dressing or shashalote, where they have been born in this here. Hallelujah. So you meet Christabel. Give me another giant. Essie, come. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Yes, and my brother here. My fair color, yes. Come, 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 come. I love you. Oh, you saw me. Yes, you, yes. It's you, no, good. The connection is there. Please clap for him, he's coming. My brother, come. Yes, sir. Good to see you. Let's stand here. The one I saw riding motor this morning. Uh -huh. I just missed your name, so forgive me. But once I say that, you'll get it. Okay. Pastor Lucky, please join us. And Efo Divine, join us. These are souls. All these people, you are going to town, and you will see them on your way to town. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Deborah, which one of them will you easily preach to? You see, you are looking at Christabel again. Christabel, don't mind them. Oh. They don't know that you are tough. Because <laughs> you think that way you make Christabel, hello, can I see you? With, with, with a, a, a stature, you think you can bully her. So, Christabel, today too, you are the first that they say they can bully. So, you are dismissed. Actually, which one do you think? Let's do it very fast. Just, just feel free. I'm just trying to show you something. You can easily talk to her. Okay. Let's see. They say you have a baby face and you have a china hair. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Chris, have you yourself? Who do you think? Who? Who? The fair man. Hey, can you give me a reason? Yeah, I'm afraid of him. <laughs> no, the reason I call him that I'm afraid of him. 
because it's, it's calm, it's well composed. You cannot predict him. You see, you, see, you can't predict him. You, you can't decode his thinking. No, is that not the way you think? That when you want to preach to somebody, it should be somebody I can decode. This guy, the way where you could But Christabel says that she can handle this wonderful man. God bless you, sir. Grateful. Hallelujah. Yo. Sir Marty. Me, the rest, I can't tackle anybody. Although I'm a bishop. Not because you know him, not because, not because he, he because he think because he think he's your main ministry leader, so he think can attack him. Priscilla, who we are going for evangelism, and you are coming from this angle, and you meet these people. Who will you? Which of them? Look at their face. Pretend you don't. You've not met them before. Which one? Mommy, Brad Divine. Hey, hopefully four. Okay, but uh, somebody has preached to you, so you are born again. Hey, the three of you are tough. Oh. Jennifer, which one? You want to talk to mommy? Why? What? She looks what? Friendly. Hey, you people, be friendly. <laughs> Mommy, you are friendly. God bless you. So, it's, I'm trying to show you something. That sometimes we look at people, and there are some people we do what? We bypass them. We bypass them. Can you imagine the number of people you have bypassed? And the rule is that see everybody as what? Unsaved. Until proven otherwise. Because sometimes when you look at this man, this man is not tough. It's not tough. This man is not tough at all. Yes, his face is a ring run. When you have dealt with them, it's not tough. But when you look at the person from afar, it's tough. Hallelujah. When you look at me, they say I'm tough. I'm not tough at all. True or false. Unless you come close. I was born again. A certain young man who was at the University of Ghana. He was then doing his national service at um, National Theater. And I was working just in front of National Theater. We picked a car from main station. I was seated in the bus at the back. You know, I always say when I pick the big bus, I go and sit at the corner because I'm going to last stop. If I don't like this, get up. Let me get down. So I go. And the guy sat back. I, I never knew him from anywhere. He preached to me. I've forgotten his name. He preached to me. That guy was in university and used his uh, student alawa to marry. <laughs> he used the student alawa he was getting to marry. Hallelujah. He preached. I listened, you know, I was born again, you know, Because my face didn't look like a saved person. When you are saved, they don't write it on your face. He saw somebody who he can consider unsaved. Let me preach the gospel to him. I listened to him to the end. Until he said, do you want to give your life to Christ? And I said, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I thank you very much. I am born again. And we became friends. He came to Adonai later in Tema for some time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody you meet, treat the person as unsaved until proven otherwise. So nobody is 
preaching to them. Nobody. God, their faces look like people who are saved. This one look like an angel. This one may, by his color may look like somebody already in hellfire who has been roasted and is too dark. So you look at people from the outward and you judge them and you conclude. So you bypass them. Somebody say, I changed my thinking. I'm grateful, says. God bless you. So consider everyone you meet as unsaved until proven otherwise. Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned. All. So anybody you meet is a sinner until you realize he's not what a sinner. If even is a pastor wearing clerical, pray to him. Because in these last days, the clericals are for deception. Hallelujah. All have seen. So anybody you meet is a sinner. Until you get to know he's born again. It means that in soul winning, you don't bypass anybody. You don't pick and choose. You don't select. You don't go and say, I'm going to talk to only women. Because women easily fall for me. All have sinned. That's rule number one. After today, don't bypass anybody. Can I get a living amen? amen? Number two, never be deceived by looks, appearance, or attitude. Go back to the demonstration. You see, people were deceived by looks, by appearance, and by their attitude. You may meet somebody and say, good afternoon, the person came in. Don't let that attitude frighten you. For all have sinned. It's a rule. Because attitudes are deceptive. Never be deceived by looks, appearance, or attitude. Exodus 2 verse 19. And they said, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherd and also drew water enough for us and watered the flock. They were describing Moses. But Moses was a Jew. He was not an Egyptian. But his attire, because he was raised in Egypt, he was adorned in the garment of what? The Egyptian. So when people saw Moses, they said what? He is what? An Egyptian. Never be deceived by looks. By appearance. Or by attitude. You may see someone who is calm and gentle. That is a dangerous killer. Hello? It was very calm, very And that's how we deceive ourselves in the church. Well, uh, Dindi, I don't look at Dindi. I look beyond the Dindi. So it makes you know what to do with everybody. Quietness is not humility. Don't be deceived. Well, let people get into their nature. Uber Hey, we were shocking me. Pardon if you saw a D. Onye Look at the Bible. You say, Onye D. Onye D. Oshia Brakos for say, Onye D. Onye D. Onye D. If you want to know, go to the Oshia ministry. Onye D. And how you D. You want to say, Onye D. Okay. From today, Brakos for say, Onye D. Pa. 
oso ye di ye be hwe no obeso ohu na twe abro ni ni krofo no wo ho a papa enio obehu bra cosmos oban mi dupe the good morning card they don't say with your mouth they greet like women disappear to start their team Usher, screw off us. Thank you. That's their domain. That's where they will preach. So if you want to know people, go to their domain. Hallelujah. A person may look it, but may not be it. And a person may be it, but not look it. These are truths about life. A person may look it, but it's not it. And a person may not look it, but he is. So don't be deceived by looks. You know, we are living in a world where fashion is outrunning the world. Hallelujah. So, one day we should ask, if black coffee decide to go and weave their hair, would we let him play keyboard it's a future discussion. <laughs> you see, say, hey, what's that? I'm saying, I'm saying, don't judge people by their looks. Get to know the content of their lives. And when you know their content, you can help them over time to change their looks if they want to change. If they don't want to change, their looks will not take them to hell. You know, we pick and choose who we get close to based on their looks, based on their dressing. Somebody's in church has done dreadlocks. You conclude it's a wish smoker. Who told you? You, your face is smoother than my own, but you roll 19 rows. Smoother. Sakura hair, you are rolling 19. Hallelujah. And someone with dread, he just liked the dread, but he has never sneaked before. Don't judge people by their looks. Somebody may look it, but he may not be it. And somebody may be it, but he may not look it. That is why sometimes you hear what people are they say, hey, I'm shocked. Answer, sir. And this time the pastor said, I said, I said, in your year, and in the year, and yes, and yet the other person. So many people don't look it, but they are it. <laughs> okay, we'll give a person a tap on the shoulder. He said, The Lord will help you. Hallelujah. So be careful how you describe somebody. So when we are going to win souls, don't look at people. Don't look at appearance. You'll be deceived. You'll bypass some people. You say, no, no, guy, wait, baby. let me go and target this, this, this guy with this hairstyle. You have been deceived, though. If I were that person, I'd let you finish preaching. Da, 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 da. Then I tell you, I am the lead singer at Destiny Temple of Adrian International Ministry. Say, what? And, and you're dressed like that? Why should I be dressed? <laughs> 
should I be? I, I'll report you to your pastor. The pa- How can he be enlisting and the pastor doesn't know? So why are you, what are you coming to report? Because we judge people by what looks. And Christians, you've got to be careful. We have destroyed, condemned, rejected, thrown ca- ca- out people just by mere looks. Having done work in Ashima, I've seen people walk to church and they are dressing. All they had was a short dress. And everybody said, it's a prostitute. You call people names. Until you go close, you may not know who people are. Hallelujah. Tap somebody by the back and say, I will not judge you hastily again. Hallelujah. Sometimes, guys, even when you say you, you, you are a table, like they say, hi. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe but there are more weed smokers in town than in Tabo line. Sometimes my wife says, ah, the people stay in this uncompleted building. They smoke weed. The other day I was in a bathroom and I was hearing, but I don't know weed. <laughs> so I don't know what I was hearing. It looks like fresh leaves which are burning. I was looking for smoke in the area. I was not finding smoke. But the smell was coming to the bathroom. I don't know whether I got boozed. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, neighborhoods differ because of the people staying in the neighborhood. One wrong person can move to a neighborhood and infest the entire neighborhood. Don't judge people by looks. Hallelujah. A person may appear hard and tough outside, but get close. It's soft and gentle inside. If you try dealing with people, you realize you don't look at people, the toughness outside, the hardness outside. Get close. Before you say Jesus loves you, they break down crying and weeping like babies. But they look tough when they are walking. But you see, not everybody going to the gym. I actually you know, on your tough. You know, now when they, when they say somebody is not tough, it's not demeaning, you know. Because some of you are But inside, it's not tough. It's easily broken. I could have been good, so you see, but actually, macho. Because they like their body. Me, I like this one. They, they like what they have. And when they get here and they don't continue at your time, so they have to keep doing some, you just keep the, the biceps in tune. So when you see him, say, don't use the outward. Some men are women at heart. Although outwardly, they are what? Manly. But inside, they are broken. Hallelujah. So don't be deceived. When you want to talk to somebody about Christ, everybody you meet is unsaved. Don't judge by the outward. It's a rule. Rule number three, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone you see is going to die one day and possibly end in an uncertain and unpredictable eternity. 
everyone you see is going to die one day. <laughs> That's why I told you that live as if today is your last day. Because you die one day. The one day nobody knows, you yourself don't know. And when the person dies, they will possibly live in an uncertain, unpredictable eternity. So that they can be certain about eternity. Hallelujah. Hebrews 9.27 And as it is appointed unto men once to die, once to die, once to die. If you ever met anybody and said, when you come back to earth again, it's lying to you, you will come back again. Once to die. On your second return, you have only one chance. Don't believe all those things. They confuse you and messes you up and makes you to live anywhere, anyhow. It is appointed unto Bishop Morgan once to die. Unto Reverend Josdak once to die. Unto Reverend Nutriqua once to die. And after Atembu. Once, 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 once. Tell somebody it's once. It's not twice. It's once. So that person you are meeting wants to die. I told you somebody can say, me caught them, Baba. No, you see them to Once. Not twice. So, so, so don't, don't say, in your the last chance may be in the morning. The last chance may be in that structure before you got down. Because after you got down, God was waiting for you to escape. And the devil was going to mess up everything. You had an opportunity to tell the brother, Jesus loves you. And that was a golden opportunity for the brother to say, I accept Jesus. And because he is not a child of God in that car, the devil is a liar. He cannot touch that car. Because when he finds one of his people, he protects and defends. But Bishop, why will he leave the rest of the people to die? We'll discuss it another time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, until you have the spirit of God in you, crying, Abba, Father. When you are, that's what the prophet says, why will a good God leave people to die in hellfire? And when you are burning, won't God feel? God will not feel. God will not feel. Why won't he feel? All those burning in fire, they don't have his spirit in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They don't have, so he doesn't feel. That's why it gives us an opportunity to board, to be get our inner man recreated. That our spirit, Christ, Abba, Father. So the Father knows. That's what the Bible said. The Lord knows them that are his. God knows his own. Other than that, then he must save everybody. He came to die. The world is not saved. The world is savable. 
it means the probability of the world being saved is high. But by his death, people are not yet saved. To be saved, you've got to make a decision to acknowledge you are a sinner, to repent of the sin of rejecting Jesus, and to confess him as your Lord and your Savior. Then you are saved. It's not a one-hour prayer. It can be two seconds. Forgive my sin. Be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, finish. So there are people on their dying bed. Before you realize, they were Muslims, but they'll make it to heaven. But they confess Christ. Ten seconds. Today departed from this earth. That's why every opportunity, child of God, you get. Do something with it. I like all your wife is doing on Facebook. I get excited. Every now and then I see Kiki posting something. And then when somebody reads, when we add prayer, and somebody reads, it will break their heart and ministers. And every prayer you see, see, use social media to preach the gospel. Don't put your face and say, men are worrying you. Put message, read the Bible, pick Bible quotation, put it there. Even if you put your photo, put a note at the top. That when they look at your photo, they are compelled to read. Then they realize, ah, that girl will, on you are sinipa. So when they finish reading, they will not send some things. But when you just put your face, your side, your back, your boobs. You know, I don't know, I don't know why women post those things. It's like Shamiha, Shamiha, Shamiha. And they put all the dimensions. And you think when some people read, they don't call you. And your, your, your phone number is also in your status. They call you. They, 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 they are worried. Please worry them. They invited you. But if you are preaching Christ, nobody will worry you. A believer is not minding me. Hallelujah. Number four, the person you see today may not be there tomorrow, especially if they are not saved. The person you see today may not be there tomorrow, especially if they are not saved. James 4, 13 and 14. Tap somebody by you and say you are in church, you know, sleeping. James 4, 13 and 14. Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. So he said, you are making plans for tomorrow, which is nice. Look at verse 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. Now, who can tell me what will happen to you at 12 o'clock? We have made plans that today after church we'll be doing what? Water baptism. <laughs> it's in the house of God. You have made plans that tomorrow is a holiday. You and your family will go to the beach and sit there. That, that. It's in the house of God. That's why we commit everything to the house of God by prayer. So that God will superintend. That the devil will not have access and inroad. Because nobody knows the next hour, the next minute. So I said, live your life today as if all that matters is now. Because the evening is not yours. Midnight is not yours. Tomorrow morning is not yours. You are planning breakfast tomorrow. May you live to eat it. 
But it's not yours. That's the reality of life. That's the reality of life. That's the reality of life. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? When I see people who are proud, arrogant, haughty, I say, who, who, where would they call him? Well, brother, to say, Baluo, Poo, na pai. Me wait, just send me a man here. Oh, which. Hallelujah. Ye can't wound you. But we want to go to Semu. That's a mumbuame. What is your life? What is my life? It is even a vapor. We can talk the way I'm not going to talk. Vapor. Ganama will say vapor. But now go man and I say English past we. It's a vapor. It's coming poor. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says your life is like a vapor. Which appears for a little time. So right now you are here. That's your little time. Your 40 years, 50 years is your little time. And then vanished away. Tell the person one day you go vanish. You. <laughs> you say you know one talk, but be true. Tell them, tell them where. Say one day you go vanish. Tell them. <laughs> then yourself tell yourself one day I go vanish. Yeah. So that I can sit at home and then when I'm joking, I tell my wife. So one day I'll die. I say, hey, stop this thing you're talking about. I say, but it's truth now. One day I'll go die. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> you can't bind it. The only thing which is forbidden is untimely death. The death which is not mine, I will not die. But when my time comes, I like the way Jacob died. Before he died, he called all his children. And told them, Reuben, you are this. Naphtali, he told them what will befall them. Then the Bible says, after he has finished, he gathered his leg together. No, no next way will gather my leg. <laughs> when you talk to another, they say, when people die, they say, where they prepare them? And I say, you are not afraid? Yeah, I can't go by the dead. Although I'm a pastor, I'm, I, I can't go. Are you, why are you looking at me like that? You see, you say, the pastor is afraid. Yes, I'm, I can't go. When we are burying the dead, we do it by faith. <laughs> we don't have a choice. If we have a choice, we will pray from home. <laughs> Hallelujah. But afterwards, he gathered his life. Oh, now she shared who he Oh, just in the name. And oh, homie, last one. And oh, call No, no, no. When you see the entire body, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Like the one that they said they, they slept and they didn't wake up. Oh, Jesus, what a nice way to die. And the unbeliever will start binding. The believer who doesn't know God will start binding. But to be absent from the flesh, you should be present with the Lord. And Paul said, I rather will be in the presence of the Lord than to be here. Because I have a brand new Amanian coin. Now, what's your whole plans? To balance the weekend. You know the weekend is long. You see the weekend long. I do a balance because if I'd gone to work on 
Monday, like some quack 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 will happen. Tuesday, quack 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 will happen. You have to balance. Go and find out whether they, they don't balance anything. They are resting in peace. Now, we don't want to die. <laughs> Hello? But one day, you will vanish. I will vanish. He said, there are things the church don't like talking about. The church don't like talking about death. And the church don't like talking about sex. But those are the things that also worries us. Sex worries us. Death worries us. But when people know about death, they prepare themselves for death. Parents don't talk to their children about sex. How many people will you? Oh. You become a father who owns gun. What are my prayers? Always to God. That they may be able to see so. Oh, my baby. I've been praying that prayer. First, second, third. Don't cause we can say, oh, pepper, now I'm fourth. Now, for the do for one way, humble, one man, bear my back. Ube won't look up, Their children are going to washroom, they follow. They are standing at attention. Masha, with a gun. Their children go to school. They say they have resigned from their work. I guard my children in my school. <laughs> you know the reason I'm going through that? We couldn't trust you. Now you don't even trust your own children. By your fruit, you are suffering. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's my prayer to go to pray your own. And let God decide which one you hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number five. Please, let's ensure we guarantee the lives of people before they leave this earth. Number five. As much as possible, give everyone the chance or opportunity to make their way right with God as soon as now. As much as possible, give everyone the opportunity to make their way right with God as soon as when? Now. Because there will be no tomorrow. We'll be done very shortly. So as much as possible, give everyone the chance or opportunity to make their ways right with God as soon as now. Second Corinthians 6 verse 2. Second Corinthians six verse two. For he saith, I have heard thee in the time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now somebody say now. Now did you say now? Let's give people the chance to make their way right as soon as when now. For now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The next five minutes doesn't belong to the person. Doesn't belong to the person. Please, this is a serious matter. And if you are a Christian, God fearing with the spirit of God in you, and you respond to God's word, it should trouble your heart. 
We have deferred and postponed this. I am in a hurry here. Because five minutes will change somebody's future. Every five minutes is too long. Sometimes just a minute. Because their heart is ready. Nico baby, 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 Nico baby. Let's give everybody the opportunity. It's a rule to make their way right as soon as now. The next time you carry money to your landlord, talk to him about Jesus. Your money is ready. Talk to him about Jesus and give him his rent. You'll be grateful to God for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, it is now. Not tomorrow. So distribute pamphlets, tracts, as much as you can. You may not be able to reap the harvest, but at least sow the seed. Now, don't say, Papa, you said this to you. Go and look for tracts. If you are a serious believer, look for trust. Like you look for what you are, you, you are in need of. Look for what you will use to advance God's kingdom. Look for trust. And distribute it. In a car. Among your friends. You are giving them the opportunity. Because when you drop a trust, you have sown a seed. They may not read now. They may read tomorrow. When you sow that seed and you go home and you kneel down and begin to pray, begin to water, begin to water, begin to water, you, you declare the Holy Ghost should, should tell their heart to pick their tract and to read. And they say they don't know what made them to pick their tract and what made them to read. People can accept Jesus on their own. You don't need to lead them to say the prayer. The prayer may be at the back of every good tract. But when you leave your contact, even if it's not chest time, put your phone number there behind the tract so that they can have somebody to call to help them in their newfound faith. You see, when we talk about this thing, we say, no, when I bring people to Christ, I don't have time to go and follow them up. One day, this thing you call time, time, time. Everybody by Jeffrey will say more. This thing you call time, everybody by Jeffrey will say more. And I am not fretting, I'm telling you the truth. This thing you call time, I see that time is yours, it's yours. Everybody by Jeffrey will say more. Sometimes I know who. She be be ba won. Yare be be ba won. O sori enye ye. Ejuma won tumi nko. Ebo se nipa na wose hwe. Said your free time. Time, 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 time. I will need time. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for Ejuma. I'm not ready. I hear the appoint one day. One day. Be jisambre ne free wose. And I'm saying yo wo. And yo wo. There are many ways God takes time away from us. I say you can be sick that you can move. Now that sickness, they say they don't know the source because God wants to show you that I am the Lord of your life. You need to yield to me. We are living in a generation, everybody is complaining about time. Everybody. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time. And we have made God look like an orphan when he gave that to all of us. We have abandoned God, taking care of our own personal Interest. And our interest does not advance God's interest. And he said, if you will pray any prayer, say, let your kingdom come. And let your will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. That is what we are to seek. It doesn't mean spend all your life for God. No. That's called priority. Know what is important. Know what is key. Know what is fundamental. And so when you do that, God will make the rest of your life and your time to be blessed. I think it's a good time to put your hands together for God. Note that it is not in your power to save anybody. But it is, your, it is in your power to minister to them. You can't save anybody. You didn't die for them. You preach. The Holy Ghost is the power that will convict them. But you can do the work. It is in your power to minister to people. But it is never in our power to save them. Hallelujah. Discharge your responsibility and leave the rest to God. Let's behave like Apostle Paul. He said, Paul planted. <laughs> Apollos watered. <laughs> he gave the increase. The fact that you spoke to somebody who snubbed you, go to another and go to another and keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep planting. Some are praying. Join the prayer and see how one day somebody will pick a phone and call you. And you may have even forgotten about the person. He said, I am that brother that two years ago you gave a tract. Then say, eh, you forget that you didn't give tracts. He said, Today I'm born again. I'm in Bible school. There's no investment for God which goes wasted. Hallelujah. Number six. I've just three more we are done. Avoid giving the unsaved opportunity to be confused by the enemy from making an immediate decision. Avoid giving the opportunity to be confused by the enemy from making an immediate decision. Second Corinthians 4. Verse 3 and 4. Now, what am I saying here? When you talk to somebody about Jesus, and they say, the devil comes to confuse them. So, the rule says, avoid giving people the opportunity to be confused by the enemy from making an immediate word decision. When the gospel is preached and people hear a decision is yes or no. True of us. So bring them to the point of what? Decision making. But don't preach and leave them like that. Because the devil will come to sow tears, confusion in your heart and your mind. Look at the scripture. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. So those who are lost, they cannot receive the gospel. It is hidden from them. It is hidden. We are opening their eyes. Look at verse 4. In whom the God of this world has blinded. The devil will not allow them to see 
So you don't just go and leave them like that. Avoid. If you just preach, okay, it's really why. Why do you know my new year back with him back on one wine and nine? Two friends are on far. That's why you introduce an akazo. You compare. You do a little force. You got to learn to talk. How to bring people to the place of decision. You don't force them to make a decision, but you bring them to the place of decision. You want to give your life to Jesus or not? It is their choice. When they say no, they'll think about it. Warn them of the consequences. That tomorrow doesn't belong to you. You may go home and die. But if perchance you get home, you make up your mind to accept Jesus. There's a prayer behind the tracks. Don't hesitate to say that prayer. And when you are done, my number is there, you can call me. You see, do the thing with boldness, knowing that you understand what you are doing. There's no trial and error, it works. Someone say it works. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So the devil knows how to confuse minds. Confusion is always of the mind. To have more than one thought is confusion. Should I accept? Should I not accept? Should I do it? Should I not do it? Somebody is confused. But you must give them a reason to accept Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 A dead man does not have a choice. You make the choice for him. That person who is dead in Christ don't have a choice. You made the choice. He said, you need to give your life to Christ. Or today is the day of salvation. You say, what do I do? You say, bow down your hex. And please, as I have told you, Never ever tell people to confess their sins. You are worrying them. When Adam sinned, all sinned. What was Adam's sin? Adam rejected God. So that thing I tell you, but no, yes, confess your sin. They say, last year, me boy, Jamai, last year, yes, me year, yeah, last year, me find Sabre, could you know, and make a top brother, and me mentia, and since I'm receiving the baby, I'm fine, or be baby, or be choky. The person is doing all these things because the nature of sin is in him. Hallelujah. So the sin people confess for salvation is a sin of rejecting the lordship of Christ. That is why in the prayer we say, I accept Jesus as my Lord and my personal. But that thing is a few, unless I say say, tell the person, don't say that thing again. I am teaching you don't say that thing again. You worry people. They get confused. So when they get born again, they are not sure they are born again. Because they, they are dead. Then they remember, hey. In my mid-20 cities, you know. Manka. So they are not sure they are saved. Hallelujah. But Adam's sin in the garden was that he rejected God. And chose the way of the devil. And so all have sinned. And falling short of the glory God has for us. When man turns back to God. Say, Father, forgive me for the sin of rejecting you. Today, I accept Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you for saving me. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' precious name, 
Amen. If it is said in faith, don't go and pass this kululu, kululu, kululu. Read the Bible, study the Bible, know God's word, and let God's word lead you. You see, there are things that, you see, revelation is progressive. In time past, we all did bow down your heads, confess your sin. There are some things I don't do now, I know better. Well, I have done it before. If I say I'm not, I'm a liar. I have to bow down your head. Have you finished? <laughs> Make sure I don't forget you. <laughs> can you. Can you remember all your sins from childhood? No. Hallelujah. Amen. Number, number seven. Number seven. Avoid argument and debate about the faith where necessary. We are called to declare the gospel, not debate the gospel. Avoid argument. So when you step out for evangelism, you see people have all manner of questions. You want to declare the gospel, not to argue about the gospel. It's a more question here, baby. Right, say, Obabeshe Trenesana. The devil is helping you to deviate. Don't answer. But don't snub the person also. He said, it's a wonderful question. I do it a lot when I'm teaching. When I'm teaching a class, I ask you some question. Wonderful question, I'll answer you later. Because once I try to answer, my time will be gone. Hallelujah. So out of respect to the person, wonderful question. When I finish my discussion with you, we'll look at it more into details. The person is assured that he has not snubbing him. But once you try to get into that argument, he has prepared or you will win. That person will win. He has prepared. He has read the Deuteronomy scripture. Okay, why are you ready? To tell you that a woman should not wear a man's garment and they cannot interpret it right. They don't know the revelation behind it. So they come and force. Hallelujah. Question, what is wrong with trials? What is wrong? There is nothing wrong with Christ. Oh, you are not minding me. There is nothing wrong with Christ. Hallelujah. So, context of that scripture is not about what we wear outward. If I would talk about dressing, I would say a woman should dress modestly. Some say, "Who himself was here sitting near me? What shall any tie tie? Short top. Your navel is showy. O kutoa wechini na na upanti e show yanyo de." Men are moved by sight. So you take caution. You learn to dress well. That's all. Modesty. But you know, some people, they dress to kill. It's deliberate. Because Ajina would share now the sea chromono and the Maoya de Boyenino. Nobody say amen to this one. Let's finish the message and go home. Hallelujah. Avoid arguments. Look at Titus 3 9. There are people when you start preaching to them, they will start argument. Avoid them. But avoid foolish questions. Christian, we are not to answer everybody. Oh. Me, one of the things I have never done, stand anywhere, argue No. Why are you not just on to you? Obia, on him, Christian, no. What is this is what? 
the message of what? Salvation. Finish. Don't go and discuss uh, whether women should wear brace or not wear brace and that, that, that. It's a waste of time. Avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contention and strivings about the law for they are unprofitable and vain. Avoid. I think when we, when we discuss it, the person will, he will hear you. Those people, their mind is made up already. They came to win an argument to make you feel stupid. And know that you don't know everything. No Christian knows everything. So at the spare of the moment when they ask you some questions, you will disgrace yourself. Avoid. Avoid debate. It's a rule. And so winning. Avoid it. Look for people who are ready to be saved. Not people who are ready to argue. So you give somebody an opportunity. He wants to argue with you. Say, don't worry. Uh, we'll get to meet another time. And the Lord bless you when you are ready. Believe him. Go to another person. Now to sit there two hours arguing about the Holy Spirit. That's speaking in tongues. First Corinthians 14 verse 12. What does he mean? No. There are some arguments. They are not conclusive. That when somebody is received the Holy Spirit, do all speak in tongues? No. Does it mean they have not received? No. They may have received, but the manifestation is not there. So you are going to argue? Remember, so then, it's called needless controversy. Finally, today, ladies and gentlemen, endeavor to bear fruit that abide. Endeavor, make up your mind that as I step out to talk to somebody about Christ, this fruit will remain. Endeavor to bear fruit that abide. Let your focus be fruit that abide. Not just going to preach, but let it be a fruit. So when your focus is fruit that will abide, there's a way you approach the work. Don't give birth to children if you are not ready to take care of them. I've said this thing in another way. That nobody goes to the labor ward, push, 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 baby comes and leave the baby at the hospital and go to his hometown. No. Don't give birth to children that you are not ready to, work, to take care of. When you win a soul, you are willing to take care of what? The soul. Your fruit must abide. It must remain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just as in a fiscal, we don't do that. Spiritual children inclusive. We don't give birth to people in the spirit. That's true evangelism. And you leave them. Once I win a soul, I am responsible for that life. In the sight of God. I better win a soul. And nurture the soul. Than not to be involved. That one has dire consequences. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you ensure your fruit abide? Two things. Ways to ensure that fruit abide. That's under A, point A. 8A. Through intercession. So when you win a soul, it is through what? Intercession, prayer. That that soul will remain. 419 of Galatians. My little children, of whom I travel in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. So, you have preached to the person, the person is born again, 
Now you activate Galatians 4.19. They have now become what? Your little children. You must travel. You must invest in prayer until Christ is formed in them. Just as you make plans for your children's future, make plans for your spiritual children's future that they will grow. Just as you buy, you used to call SME. Now, what do you buy? None one. Depend which one did you buy? What? After me. Hey, people have to teach me. <laughs> I'm not about to go to school. Which one? After me. After meal. Hey. Which one did you buy? None one. I mean, I know none one. Hallelujah. There's after meal. A-P-T-A-M-E-A-L. After meal. None one. Where you buy? Why? You want them to grow. It was necessary. And I said, we travel in bed. Because it's necessary. You win a soul, you're on your feet. He buy a lava satire and live divine worship before your throne of grace. Let Christ be formed in him. Open his eyes of understanding and lighten his path. Let the glorious light of the gospel continue to shine. You are interceding. That is why when one person is standing and somebody wants to use your ear to destroy the person's heart, you must break the person with everything you have. Because the price, the, the, the fasting, the praying to get one person serving God. There's someone who wants to use gossip. Evil speaking. The person made a mistake. Leave the person. No be you born them. God knows how to fix them. If you can't go around and use love, leave the person alone. Because when people walk out from the faith and they step back into the devil's lion, he will kill them. When people have tasted of the faith and they backslide, it is difficult to return. Then it's why sometimes you see, there are some of you in time past, I'm, I, I keep calling you. Now you say, I don't do it again. Because, yeah, yeah, I, I'll keep calling. Sometimes I wake up in the morning. Once the thought of you can, I call. I can be on phone 30 minutes, one hour with the person, encouraging the person. Because when you backslide, don't joke. If you like, stop prayer and start praying again. Who pray, Papa? Stop reading your Bible. And you want to start reading your Bible again? Then you hear the song. Yeah, You hear the song clearly. The devil is convincing you. It's a wonder. But be out to be out to hear the kind Bible. It's a subayat. You are so sad. We try and one year, two years, masa. So we bought one hour. Fed dia grow uho so. Wait to me and bought one hour. Why yera? Ababumbe ya tare. Nyumbe dindin. Anya soi na ukolo. Aya unyama sumna wu sumuno. A endi mono. En endi mbwa. Ena kaso for chira diye ye. Ena kaya. Ena ye cha all night. Friday anya easy. The champagne bopa. One baby. Oti asiye, wansu wofia utubi mbo ampaye. Braye mbo ampaye shwa, omba. Nyema mko ye shwa. So for no untija, go and find out. Yesterday I was reading, a pastor in Nigeria, 
is telling his church people, so everybody bring 310,000 naira. You take them to heaven. Oh, you are saying, eh, because you know some Bible. Because you are in a Bible teaching church. You are Christians. And people are going and paying. That's the stupidity of Christianity now. And he has come there and they show pictures of the place. Some dirty place. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Frank, which you are treated. Radio Air Force. America cry, you are treated. America visa cry, you are treated. Let's see, but you are treated. Oh, person, I'm assuming you're me. And then you're not yet. Oh, Bob, you are treated. So for J. So for Jessica. You are near, so for you, son, yet. When others are sweating and preaching the truth of God's word. Let's say when I read, I said, look, today, tomorrow, they will label all of us. When somebody says, say, serve God well, read your Bible, pray, do that, do the work of the ministry. They say, ah. Bring 200 Ghana CD for pastor to, to heaven. heaven. My own is first door. I want to go to second door, is 500. If you want to just enter straight, 2,000. Don't send by Momo. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, 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 and that's, the, that's the, 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 the teaching people here. That's the teaching people like. And the Bible says in the last days, people will gather unto themselves what? Teachers who tell them what they want to hear. Tell the person you, your pastor is not in your life to tell you what you want to hear, it's to preach to you God's word. So, so, I'm not looking for who likes me or who hates me. If I do, you evil hate me. But if I preach the word of God to you and you hate me, praise the name of the Lord. I am excited that I am counted worthy to suffer for the sake of preaching the truth. Hallelujah. Don't let anybody dilute. You see, when you do your soup, you like your taste. You see that Joseph stew you did. Eh? <laughs> They all came fighting you. But the first time I saw Gomez, very angry, holding bow. And I, that's when I came to, when I took their body, all stood attention. I was trying to test the apostles whether they would attack me too. And I realized that I am beyond attack. But you, you prepared it. According to your word, taste. Then Gomez finished eating. He said, after all the tea, you know nice. If for no ball. No, if for no ball. Ah, why for ball? You didn't prepare according to his state. You know, being wife. You know, being wife. You prepared according to your taste. He decided to come and eat. So he's supposed to prepare himself that the thing I'm going to eat is not my wife's food, it's divine's food. So when he attacks you, don't respond. You respond to everything too much. Hallelujah. When you know your assignment, you don't respond to everything. It's when you don't know your assignment, you respond to everything. Hallelujah. Next time, only don't invite him. When he's coming close, say, Gomez, go away. Because this is not according to your taste. You cannot be a partaker of this. Because you can't eat a food I prepared and go insulting me that my food is not nice. 
and then he will go and insult you more. You are wicked. It's okay. Are you wicked? No. You just made a decision based on his. That's all. Life is governed by principles. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, intercession. Then finally, through follow-up. This is how your fruit remain. Through what? Follow-up. You pray for them and you follow them up. You take your children to hospital. You call it postnatal to see their doctor. They are giving all manner of vaccines so that they don't get what? Challenge. Follow-up. Follow-up. When you see a child crying, crying, you give it extra attention because the child cannot what? Talk. In the same way, follow-up. As you follow-up people, you get to understand the challenges they are going through. Because now they have to what? Change their work with God. They have to change some friends. They have to change their lifestyle. And it is not easy. So if follow-up is not consistent and there's no dedication to follow-up, the person will not have anybody to be what? Talking to. You, 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 you get people saved to Christ and, and they are the breadwinner in the home. And, and they have three boys. Takes care of your need. When you get into the religion of ministry, you understand what the ministry is. And you're telling them it's a sin. What will you do for them? I realize sometimes we will become ready. Emma won't work hard. Oshirao, we will become. You have to sometimes take money. He said, no, you got to leave that guy. He said, I want to leave the guy. I want to leave the guy. Because anytime I go, oh, you see me. Oh, you see, I don't leave the guy. I'm so, okay, you get this. He said, Papa, where my chop money? Where my chop money? Where my chop money? To be guiding me, Papa. Okay, I said, also page maybe here. Today, you're going to have a here. A thousand way. Pastor, then you have to guide the person to ensure self or the age you That's, Ministry is real. And you and you're nice story. And you're nice story. Hallelujah. Ministry is real. Pulling people from the camp of the enemy. What do they do? And you have to now raise them all anew to get to know God. That is why when you stand on your feet, don't forget the hand that raised you. Don't become ungrateful. Don't get to a point you feel all of a sudden you arrive at where you are. Somebody labored. Obedient you fun to all. Yes, or you may ready. The boy brabo. And boy brabo nanka ebi abrabo by night. I say, it's in your boy on a kai. Kai. And you do that for another person. And you do it for another person. And they do it for another person. And one of these days you realize that our world is saved. The Lord bless you. Shall we rise on our feet? <laughs> Hallelujah. We just want to pray. I want you to just open your mouth and talk to God. God, the grace of a soul winner, let it fall upon me. Because when the grace is there, you will follow this rule. These are just rules. So you can be on the paper guiding you every day. But Lord, grace me to be a soul winner. Open your mouth and talk to God. Mm, I don't want to leave your presence. 
Say 